Hey everyone, Kate here from Kate Claire Unplugged, my journey to become a multi-passionate entrepreneur and we are at episode 8. Today I want to share with you something that happened to me last week uh, where I encountered my first sliver of self-doubt since beginning this journey. As I've mentioned previously, I'm completing the One Funnel Away Challenge that is designed to get my first official sales offering off the ground for my party invitations, business invites and extras. So far, this experience has helped me to believe in the viability of my invitations instead of leaving me undecided and wondering whether I should focus on a more mainstream type business, like a bookkeeping business, for example, rather than a creative one. Uh, so, so far, I've stuck with the challenge, uh, and though I'm falling way behind due to the amount of designing that I have to do, uh, I have kept my promise to see this through to the end, uh, and I'm really proud of, of uh, achieving that and getting, getting through that to date. So uh, anyway, let's just get to the main reason for this episode. So uh, I'm on the mailing list of several influencers within the party industry. Um, I would consider these people, um, these bloggers, uh, to be more reference for reference um, in, in terms of inspiration and uh, what's trending rather than them as a, a direct competitor. So, yeah, so they're just people who run lifestyle blogs, share party ideas, photos, etc. So one morning uh, last week, I think it was probably Friday morning actually, uh, I received uh, an email from one of them and they were really excited to announce that they were doing a new venture um, and that they had created a product library that contained all their party designs and they were opening that that library up to the public for an annual fee. Um, so it's basically very similar to what I'm offering uh, within my one-time offer uh, of my of my sales uh, funnel um, that I mentioned uh, briefly last week. So uh, this library, um, this particular library that the um, this blogger is going to be um, doing, um, she's going to be adding to it regularly. Um, but the, the kicker, I suppose, uh, was that included in um, this offer that she's um, providing, um, she actually has a web-based software uh, within her website that actually allows her members to be able to customise their own invitations right within the web browser, right on her website. So to tell you that I felt like the wall had fallen out from under the floor wall, oh. The walls were crashing in, so I suppose that that, that works too. But it, it, it it's just an understatement that I just felt, uh, yeah, I I honestly really have no words. It was 5 a.m. in the morning. I was still in bed. I was in tears, crying like a baby um, because the, it just the, the timing of it was the worst. I mean... There were people out there. Um, I've, I've, so I've only found, and, and this was after like an intensive search, uh, I found a couple of people who were doing a similar thing to the product library. So um, I, I knew that with me doing it as well and doing it via sales funnels and, and, and everything like that, that it, this whole concept would build momentum. And I mean, especially with all the, the different designers on Etsy and, and have, who have their own website, the party bloggers um, as well and things like that. So I, I knew, part of me knew that uh, it would build momentum and that I would have competition. But I guess what really made it 
worse for me <laughs> was this particular uh, person um, has been blogging for over a decade. Um, she's already got a following. So, I mean, for her to, you know, announce this, it would have just been easy um, with her following to um, kind of push forward with it. Uh, in comparison to my following, I'm being just starting out, I've got bugger all in comparison to, to, to her following. Um, so I think that just what really got me down. But then, of course, there was this whole fact of um, there was no way that I could compete with this customization tool. Um, I, I don't have, um, I mean, her library currently has dozens of themes and, and products and hundreds of products and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, my stuff, I haven't yet even designed the actual party products. I've got the invitations designed because, um, initially all I sold on my Etsy shop were invitations. So I've got hundreds of invitations and maybe a couple of party products on in certain things because um, I had my customers asking me, so I would kind of design it as I went along. So, I mean, in comparison, I'm just, I'm even below beginning point in comparison. So it just, uh, any any excitement that I had, like the, the building up of the excitement that I've had over the few weeks and, and the belief that, you know, this is going to, this is not only going to work, it's going to be fantastic. I'm, I'm going to be able to have a successful business um, creating things, designing, which is, the, you know, doing the things that I, I love to do. Um, but, I mean, that excitement, that just came crashing down in, the, the one or two minutes that it took me to read the email um, that that this that this blogger had sent. Um, I just wanted to hide under my bed covers and pretend that I never felt hopeful that this could actually work. Because um, the excitement of the party invitations, um, it helped me build on my excitement for other things. I mean, I want to have multiple creative businesses. So this starting point, the party invitations for me, would mean that if I built that up, I could then do my nursery day call. I could then do my home day call. I could then, you know, it was just this ripple effect. So when the emotion uh, and the excitement of that just crashed with the party invitations it was a ripple effect you know if I can't make the party invitations to work you know how do I get the nursery day call to work how do I get the home day call to work how do I get this to work that to work so it was just it was almost like the excitement of one business was multiplied by 10 because you know of all the different ideas that I had so I just I just wanted to. I just wanted it to, to to go away. I just wanted to pretend that I never wanted it, never felt it, never even considered that it could actually work. So, 
Now, I know that not that that this whole scenario, um, I was being irrational. I mean, deep down, I knew that I was being irrational. Um, because you're always going to have competition. Competition is even healthy. Um, and I knew that it was going to be inevitable that, um, that I would have this competition. I mean, come on, you've got hundreds of sellers on Etsy selling party invitations. You've got hundreds of websites selling party decor, like, realistically I knew that it that the reaction that I had was an irrational one that I don't know whether I was I don't know fishing to find a way to stop give in or or what but I think that the one thing that just kept me in this emotional state it was I just I kept on going back to this customization tool I mean if you look on Etsy now um, a lot of the shops now have converted to using um, means that allows them to have the customer customize the product themselves and I've looked into it uh, even after um, Written that email, I even looked into it again um, because there was there's just a, until such time that I am able to afford my own um, the, the creation of my own customization tool, the programming involved to add that to my own website. I felt even more at a disadvantage. Forget the fact that this person has you know thousands and thousands and thousands of followers um already you know and that she's announced this to her thousands and thousands of followers the customization tool it just made me feel even more inadequate i suppose so i have on and off um because of such things with etsy they were doing things more editable and things like that and i mean and i it does make sense in, in a way, um, you know, it saves you time, um, you know, you could probably um, have a lot more output uh, if you have um, them doing the, uh, the customising themselves. To me, it just, it just feels very impersonal. I mean, my products are digital, uh, so the only real interaction that I have and to be able to um, show them the the customer service and the um you know my passion for for invitation design and and caring for their product and stuff like that is the fact that I get to add the inv in the event details onto their uh, invitation you know so um to me having it per having them personalize it I mean I mean so, I mean I, I guess that I mean that the way the main reason why is that, that there's no wait time, you know, because, I mean, you could, depending on how busy you get and things like that, I mean, you could look anywhere between one and seven days to actually receive a file. Um, so, I mean, I get that. 
but I just find it very impersonal. Um, like you, there's no interaction between you and the customer unless the customer asks you a question. Um, and then there's also the fact that, you know, you're, I guess to a degree, you're asking your customer to do your job. I mean, and then if they don't get something or, or anything like that, you're going to probably end up doing the invitation for them eventually because they get frustrated, they don't understand how it works and things like that. But anyway, I'm kind of going off tangent there. Um, so anyway, I that morning, uh, the morning I received the uh, email, I once again started looking at ideas to be able to uh, create my own customizable versions um, that wouldn't involve me having to pay a programmer um, to be able to, to do it on my website. So I looked at things like... Um, Options like Microsoft Word, uh, PDF files um, that were editable, and I even looked at the uh, web application services uh, that are specific to customizing uh, things like uh, the the known as template is one of them, and I think Cordial is the other. But none of them worked the way that I wanted, or kind of followed, uh, for lack of a better term, followed the values like. For me, if I was going to offer editable things that the customer would edit, it'd be foolproof. Like, you would literally, there'd be no extra steps. You would literally just get the file. And all you literally had to do, you had to, there's nothing else you had to do other than swap out the wording for your own. That's all I wanted. Now, I looked at MS uh, Word. Uh, I could embed the fonts, the fonts uh, into MS Word. Um, which, because that's, that's the other thing. I don't use, you know, your, your run-of-the-mill fonts. I actually buy fonts, and I use those fonts. So uh, in order for me to be able to embed them um, so, so they actually look the way that I um, sell them is that you would have to either – I would either have to create um, the products with the limited fonts that I were able to be to able to use that would be available to everybody – um, or I would have to embed the fonts. So I looked at embedding the fonts. Fonts, I uh, checked that out. But then with a Google Docs and stuff like that, um, not everybody would have um, the MS Office. Um, well, at least that was my thinking, and, and that was the other thing. I had to make sure, like I said, foolproof, I had to make sure that it would work for everybody. I didn't want to be, oh, okay, well, if you don't have this, then you can't do this. I mean, if, if I was going to do it that way, I would create a version that was specific, specifically using my Adobe uh, design software, and I'd just sell the files. But I can't do that, um, because that would be limiting, and I don't want to limit. Um, but so I thought, look, if I can get the MS Office document um, to be able to be used within Google Docs, which is free, um, then I would think I'd be thinking fantastic. I'd just be able to do that. Um, but when I did that and the the file converted, the fonts didn't move across, and just the layout it just went all over the place. It just didn't work. So that was out. Um, now I have looked at template and cordial uh, on and off actually for uh, a number of years because I was going to sell them on my Etsy shop that way but um, the downside to that is the customer 
before they can even access your design so they could customize it, they've got to create an account with template or cordial um, that would allow them to then access the, the design and then that they could uh, customize it. And I just, to me, that was just an unnecessary step. Um, I'm wanting it so they can literally download the file, open it up, change the event details, and bingo, it's done. Like, this whole additional step of having to put in their, you know, email address, create a password, and then they've got to, you know, then find the file, and then, and then they get into it, it just, it just was unnecessary time that, I mean, in, in the time that they created all that, I could have personalized the invitation, created the file, ready to be principled, and I probably would have had an email by then in that time frame. So I just thought that was just an unnecessary step. So that basically, in terms of the customization and, and working on the basis of the um, customer personalizing it, uh, I was back at square one because none of the, the things I had looked at um, that I spent the morning looking at would suit the way that I want my business to be perceived. So uh, so I was back to uh, me personalising, uh, at least at this stage, until such time I could find a way that was just easy. Uh, so I needed to figure out a way to keep going the way that I was going, but to make my offering 10 times better than anyone else's. And I'm not just talking about the, 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 the blogger that's just, uh, that's just done this. I'm talking about all future ones because, I mean, this is just going to build momentum. So I decided that in, the only way that I could ensure that I was going to be 10 times better was I had to understand what was being offered, how it was being offered. Um, and so what I did is I purchased this as a subscription. I purchased the um, the library subscription. Um, now, I didn't do it to copy. I didn't do it to, um, you know, make her designs my own and, and, and things like that. I did it because I wanted to know what products she was offering so they can so I can compare them to my own. I wanted to see what themes she was offering because my thinking was that the themes that she would have on there would probably be the ones that are probably trending because, I mean, in order for you to get people in, you know, you'd have to be showing them something that they would be interested in and more often than not, what's interesting is what's trending. So I thought um, I needed to know what themes are. So at the very least, have the themes uh, or use the the list of themes that they had and be able to kind of compare them to the invitation designs that I've already created. So then I know, okay, if I at the very least have, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six different themes that are um, that I've already created designs for, if I can get them in first, then I would be able to um, at least have that starting point because my goal um, with any future designs that I have 
is I'm wanting to have my members tell me what they want. Um, I mean, in any design, in anything that you do, you're doing it on the basis of what you see is potentially selling. Um, but if you can hear it straight from your customers' mouths that, yes, they want a um, a glitter mermaid party or, yes, they want um, a, a superhero party that's, you know, uh, these colours and, and, and all that, then you know that when you create it, that if these people, if your customers are wanting it and are voting on it, then you know that when you put it out there to be sold, that it is likely that you will have other people wanting those too. So, uh, so that's what I decided to do. Uh, I wanted to um, see what themes they were, see the products, the type of products that she was selling, so I can get an idea as to um, what products um, that I should be including, at the very least, what I should be including. Um, but I also wanted to see what else she was offering um, that would, um, or what she wasn't offering. Uh, so I could see where I could improve and, and really add to that being 10 times better. So at the first glance, I only, I only ended up looking at it Probably for about 15, 20 minutes. I didn't really, I didn't really want to spend a lot of time in there. Um, one because I was getting a bit depressed um, because it was, you know, looking how I was picturing how I wanted mine to look and 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 things like that. But secondly, I just, I just wanted to kind of, I was, I also found that that I was, um, I was, the excitement was actually starting to build up again in me because. I had a look at a few of the of the things. I mean, and and the designs are fantastic. I mean, the um, I'm envious of, of of the designs, but um, I but there were certain things, just things that popped out in my head. I just the the, the first uh, at at first glance, um, the the two main ones was I noticed that there were there wasn't re any real consistency uh, into in terms of what was being offered uh, between the different themes. So um, what I mean by that is that you would have some of the themes included a list of products um, and then other themes would have some products of, of the same products that were in a previous theme but maybe missing others or maybe have additional things in there. Like there wasn't things like, you know, uh, all the themes had um, thank you cards or and all the themes had cupcake toppers and all the themes had invitations. You might have some of the themes having thank you cards and invitations but wouldn't have cupcake toppers and then you'd have another theme that would have uh, invitations, thank you cards and cupcake toppers, for example. So they're just... To me, the, I mean, okay, and I went and I looked at um, the different things to kind of get a comparison. And, and so that was that was one thing that really stood out for me. I'm thinking, well, just like if, if you're going, you know, if you went into one thing, you're like, oh, okay, well, they've got thank you cards in that one, fantastic. You go into another thing that you might be actually looking at and then you look down and you're like, well, there are no thank you cards. Uh, but there were thank you cards in that thing. Um, so that, that was one thing. The other thing that I noticed was that 
um, they didn't really have any theme-specific uh, inspiration. Um, what they did, and I would assume um, that they would probably be changing this as kind of like a fill-in link, but they just had a link that uh, for every theme it was the same link. It was just like a general thing. And rather than being, you know, if they had a mermaid party on there, for example, I can't remember if they had a mermaid party or not, but if they had a mermaid party, for example, that the link would just go to general inspiration. Like it wouldn't be mermaid inspiration, mermaid party inspiration. It would be, you know, just a generic kind of thing. And so, like, having a look at that, um, you know, I was still bummed about the customization tool, but um, but having a look at that, you know, looking at things that I that were in my control that I could actually do, um, I, I actually I, I did start getting excited again because I'm thinking, well, okay, you know, um, this is this is this is good. This is um, you know, it, it was getting my creative juices flowing as the you know what I could add to my one. So I'm thinking, okay, this is good. So. The, one of the first things that I did once I um, finished having a look and finished researching and everything like that is I added an additional offer to my sales funnel. So uh, as I mentioned uh, last, I think it was last episode, um, I have um, the, the, the way that I was doing the, um, my whole, the, the build of my sale, it was like a complete offering, was that um, – I would offer a free personalized invitation. Uh, then I would um, offer them a a complete party package that was specific to the theme that they purchased, or the theme of the invitation um, but that they would purchase. Then I would offer the opportunity for them to um, access my complete product library, lifetime access. Uh, for one fee, one term, one time fee um, that they would access, and that was that. That was it. Now, what I did because seeing this, um, it helped me realize that there was an opportunity for an annual subscription. Um, and so what I did then, I then added another option. So now this option is only available for those that didn't take part in the lifetime membership. So basically if um, they somebody was to decide, hey, look, I don't want the lifetime membership, it's um, out of my price range or I'm not willing to pay that or I don't need it at the moment or anything like that, um, I gave them the option that um, for a much less cost of the license of the lifetime access that they would get a 12-month access. So it's the same access as everybody else uh, as a lifetime. Only difference is, is that it got renewed every 12 months. So that's that was the first thing that I did, um, that I decided to do. Um, and then the second thing was, well, I mean, technically I probably didn't really do anything different. Uh, it was probably more my, my thought process that changed. Uh, I just basically continued on. I'm still designing the, all the products. Um, I'm probably going overboard with the, with the number of products that I'm designing, but I'd rather have more than less. Um, but so I'm I'm pretty much going um, with regards to that. But the thought process of it for me was that 
I wanted to make sure that before I released any new theme into my product library, that I would ensure that it is complete and consistent with everything else. So I would make sure that all of my themes would have invitations. Uh, all of my things would have thank you cards. All of my things would have cupcake toppers, water bottle labels, um, and, and, and all that stuff. So, um, so then to ensure basically that um, when someone goes into one thing just to have a bit of a look to see what's there and they go, oh, okay, thank you cards, fantastic, and then they actually, when the time comes for them to actually wanting to get a particular thing, that they'll go in there and there will be thank you cards. Um, so that's, that was the goal. So I, I didn't I, – I, I rather over-deliver uh, for one, but I don't want people to, I guess, be left wondering um, as to, you know, well, wait a minute, this theme had thank you cards, but that theme didn't. Why is that? Is it going to be added? Did they forget to add it? Uh, how long am I going to have to wait? Like I, I, and, and, I, and overall, I just didn't want them left with the feeling of, well, I'm not getting thank you cards for the thing that I want, but I can get thank you cards for another one. Uh, am I getting my money's worth because I don't need thank you cards for a mermaid theme when I'm having a superhero party? So that was that was the one thing there. Now, with this whole new outlook and new thought process and everything like that, um, I did hit a bit of a snag because in terms of the party products themselves, there isn't – no two parties the same. So you, know, you, you get, you've got your universal products that can be used on, at any party. So, you know, your cupcake toppers, your thank you cards, water bottle labels, banners, things like that. So, I mean – they're, they're almost like a given. They're, they're expected to be at, at every party. It doesn't matter what party it is. But then you've also got those kind of um, parties that are specific to an event that aren't universal. So, I mean, I'm talking about your, your games for your baby showers, uh, bridal showers and kids' parties. Uh, then you've got more uh, adult-related um, products like wine labels, um, that you'd use at our birthday parties and bridal showers. Um, so with that in mind, um, I had to make sure that in order that I, in order for me to have everything covered, that not only was universal for everything, but also was for those those little extra products that were specific to a type of event, I had to um, – I basically created a, a way that I could kind of make that work, not foolproof, um, but I, ha I created what I call a party walkthrough. So now this is going to sound a bit strange, but what I basically did is I closed my eyes and I pictured myself at uh, that I was going to a party. Now, in this case, I used the wrong 21, uh, 20s party because uh, that's what I'm currently designing and that's what my current offer is. But I basically, I closed my eyes and I pictured myself that I was standing at the front door of the party uh, and I was going to walk through and see what the party was going to look like in, through my eyes. So for me at the start, I when I closed my eyes and I was looking at the door, the door had a sign on it 
Um, that's I I can't remember what I actually thought the song would be, but it'd be um you know something either about a speakeasy or um you know uh, get ready to have a roaring time or or so, it was something like that just to kind of get you to, to get you in. So then I you know I then pictured myself opening up the door and walking through and and then I was looking around at at what I what uh what the party looked like. So I was looking at what the dessert table looked like and how that was laid out, what the bar looked like um, and how was the, how would that was laid out. I mean, bar being, because uh, prohibition was big in the, in the 1920s, uh, you know, you, I was, you know, you're looking at bootlegged kind of liquor and, um, and, and things like that. So, um, so I was looking at the decorations. Uh, if there were games, um, I've seen a couple of 1920s related games. If they were there, the, um, but I was also, uh, I wanted to capture the general atmosphere because I mean that's what this that's what a party is about. I mean the the whole point of the the uh, the decorations and the layout and the design and all that stuff it's just that build that atmosphere uh, that excitement that really kind of gets you in there. So um, so based on on this walkthrough that I did. Um, I, it allowed me to kind of um, see what, what products, what principal products I could actually create and include um, as, as part of the, the overall design um, concept, the complete solution. So now um, definitely not foolproof, um, you know, and for me I, I'm a less is more kind of a, of a person in terms of thing. I don't like things busy I like the, I like to have a nice like a few key key focal points uh, and everything else is more simple and um, you know not as like in your face but you know in saying that though I mean some people might like a different sign to another sign so um, and I as I mentioned I I really want to over deliver so I rather you know include more and give a bit more variety but um but the, the good side of that, the good thing about doing this walkthrough is, especially with regards to the, the Roaring Twenties birthday, is that um, just by doing that, I've increased what I can include. Um, so, you know, yes, I was going to have, I've already listed down, I was going to have signs, but now I'm going to have, you know, um, signs that are a lot more signs that are actually specific to that theme. So, you know, I'm going to have a bootlegged liquor sign, for example. That are for drinks or prohibition has ended, you know, have a drink. Or, you know, um, a little party never killed nobody sign. Or um, rather than ladies and gents for, for bathrooms, have flappers and gangsters. Like, like there's just, it's just so many different ideas and, and, and things like that that are specific to that theme. So it goes, like, it really allowed me to go in depth as to what I was wanting to do. So... Um, yeah, and so, and that's basically what I intend to do with all my other ones as well. Like I really want to um, broaden and kind of like the, the whole point is is I make a complete solution, as much of a complete solution as I can possibly do. And by doing it this way, and, and I mean I'll slowly uh, as well, I, I, again, as I mentioned, my goal is that I want to have my customers tell me what they want, what they need, um, and, and everything like that. I mean, I don't want to make products 
that are unwanted or unnecessary. So initially, my initial design, I'm probably going to be going over over the top and uh, what people need. But And I'd probably um, shave them down a little bit more once um, I have a bit more um, momentum um, and have more members and basically just, you know, um, ask ask them what what ones they want kept and, and things like that. But I mean that's just that's way down the line. I'd rather have more than, than than less, even though I'm a less is more girl. Um so basically this I mean basically just in closing of this of this episode. Uh so I mean the whole experience, the basically for me feeling down and crying in my bed uh after reading that email through to me kind of going, oh, okay, I can actually do this. I can make, I can do A, B, and C to make sure that you know uh, I'm up there. I mean, if if I can't dominate, I want, I want to. Well, my goal is to dominate, but if I can uh, be on par, um, that's that's better uh, than being down the bottom. So, um, but I mean, this this whole thing, the from from the um, from feeling down and you know just generally just not wanting to do it anymore uh, to getting that belief back. I mean, it, it probably only lasted half a day. Um, I was actually surprised. Uh, I mean, normally when I have this self-doubt, um, I mean, and this, and this proves how much my my thought process has changed because um, I could be in a scenario where I would be down and it would take me days, weeks even, um, to get out of that funk. Um, so the fact that this whole thing from reading that email to kind of getting back into it and getting moving again, it was half a day um, between between point A and point B. And I learned so much with it as well. Um, you know, this whole thing, it taught me that you know, I've just got to stay the path, that I'm going in the right direction, that, you know, the concept of creating a product library that is accessible to the public, you know, is viable. Um, you know, I mean, this the email proves that it is. Um, this experience taught me that um, no matter what, there will always be competition. Um, but every person, each one of your competitors, um does things in their own way and follows their own path. And I need to do that. I need to remain true to my path. I mean, and, and keep keep myself open to ideas. Um, but I need to keep following my own path rather than piggyback on others. Um, you know, if I'm following it in a way, in order for me to know whether something's not working, I need to try it. I can't, and this was one thing I always had issues with, you know, I would be following a path and all of a sudden I had to go in one direction because I saw one person doing it that way. And then I went another direction because another person went in. Rather than following what I thought to be right, I followed others. And this this whole experience has told me that I, I can't do that. I need to be true to the path, see if it works. If it doesn't, trial and error. If I find that it's my work, my path's not working, then, you know, I'll try a, new, a different direction. But that was something that I, I learned that, um, and generally speaking, it's allowed me to push me even further. 
um, and really make me think of ideas um, and, and ways that I can um, provide content for my customers and um, just really kind of get into their into their mindset, get into um, the emotional side of it. And now I've got the emotional goal of what I want a, a party to uh, convey, the, uh, like just the general atmosphere. So I wanted to be able to, um, you know, this has allowed me to be able to um, think of more more ways to provide for my customers, um, and and just just change the way that I of the way I've thought about things. Um, it's given me my belief back. Um, you know, this uh, experience for me, it I lost all belief. I just, I it, it broke my heart because I you know I was getting all excited. I was I was hopeful. I I you know I believed that this was going to happen uh, and it was going to work. Um, and then that moment, it, it everything just went pear shaped. But um, but by going through that that motion and and you know researching and kind of I guess proving um, it, it kind of helped me. Bl- bring that belief back into me um, and it also helped me to accept that um, there are going to be days where the walls are going to cave in on me uh, and the floor is going to fall out from under me. Um, everybody has those days. Um, I need to accept that. Uh, but it's not just accept it though. Accept, acknowledge and then move on. So yes, somebody is doing a product library that I'm doing, I haven't been able to create mine yet, hers is already out there, okay, that's fine. Um, what can I do? Well, I can move up, move forward with my path, maybe look into what they're doing to kind of get an idea to make sure that I'm, I guess, following a, a similar direct general direction um, so I'm not too far off, um, but then okay, well, yep, that's the way that she does it. This is the way that I'm doing it. Fantastic. Boom. Um, yeah, so um, that's it. <laughs> so that was uh, basically a, a very long-winded story about uh, how I, I guess, got my groove back. Um, and, yeah, so that's episode eight. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, I do appreciate uh, each and every one of you that, that does take the time and listen to my rants and um, my all over the place unedited uh, talking. Um, but uh, but seriously, I, I do appreciate that you you do take the time out of your busy lives um, to sh- to allow me to share my journey with you and kind of um, join me on 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 this journey uh, as as I go through things and learn things and um, deal with things as I go along and have my epiphanies and have my down moments and my up moments. Um, So, yeah, so thank you very much. Um, And uh, so, yes, if you uh, would like to learn more about the 30-day challenge that I'm participating in, uh, I will leave a link uh, in the the description. But uh, until next time, I am Kate and this is Kate Clare on So bye for now.